Hello and welcome to Gully Boys of Cricket, the voice of fans. I'm your host Prakash Vadva. Gully Boys is a podcast where the fans are the experts, where fans can speak their mind with no holds, and also together we keep share the trophy idea alive. In today's podcast, we are delighted to have Gully Boy Priyansh Chandra from India. Hello, Priyansh. Hello, Prakash. Welcome to the show for the first time. Thank you very much. Thanks for the invitation. Tell us where you're from in India and some of your gully cricket experience. Uh, I'm from the state of Uttarakhand, so it's basically near the hill areas. But I live in the plains. Mostly people associated as a hill area, but it's not. So there are sometimes people are confused about where I am exactly from. And my gully cricket experience, you know, like all of us while growing up, have enjoyed it a lot. There are certain unwritten rules of gully cricket that you have to follow, like the person who brings his bat gets to bat first. Yeah, we we have all gone through that, right? Today's podcast topic is suggested by Priyansh. So this is what you wrote uh, on the No Boundaries platform. Unlike some of the other popular sports like soccer, tennis, pro wrestling, where nationalities do not matter as much. Cricket is played between nations, and naturally, fans are more inclined towards supporting their national team. So we have the cricketing community divided in support of teams. On top of that, we have the fan wars, which are becoming common. Supporters of one player against supporters of another player. So in today's podcast, we address this particular question: How can we have a less divided cricketing community? Plus, we also explore the roles of. the media the boards the icc and the players themselves like is there a role they play in increasing or decreasing this noise priyansh tell us about your experience what uh, inspired you or motivated you to think of this topic like as we know that currently india versus west indies test series is going on and as we all know that rohit sharma isn't one of those players who generally makes it to test 11 and it's nobody's fault when you have as strong as Squad as India, then somebody has to miss out. But during this time, as we know, KL Rahul has consistently failed across the English tours, the Australian tour, and this West Indies tour. And there were memes going around that Rahul is failing and Rohit Sharma should be given the opportunity. And I don't use Instagram, so I only came to know about it on Twitter. Rohit Sharma probably liked one such post. And since then, there are fan wars going on. Virat Kohli and KL Rahul fans attacking Rohit Sharma that he's unprofessional he doesn't have the team spirit etc so you actually are coming from a very specific example which happened recently on the India West Indies tour you know Rohit Sharma is one and definitely Ravi Chandran Ashwin i mean think of him i don't know i honestly thought that india would be playing both ashwin and jadeja but even if they were playing only one spinner then it should have been ashwin for obvious reasons like someone with almost 350 test wickets and four test hundred how can you drop him there was a post from ravi chandran ashwin enjoying the morning in the backdrop of the ashes and this is when india west indies first test match was going on you know what kind of um, signal was that sending the team management says that it's absolutely okay the players are understanding when we drop someone for someone but let's look at the last condition when this happened 2018 south african tour indian vice captain Ajinkya Rahane, he was dropped for the first two test matches. 
all the experts and all the team management were talking about that this team has the culture where everybody is okay with it but when rohani's own interviews came out he himself said that he was very insecure about after he was dropped and wanted to score badly so if it could happen to the vice captain of the team who should have been a starter any day then it could also happen to someone who is like very condition specific even if he does well for example ashwin going back to your original question of uh, dividing or uniting the community everything that the players are doing in terms of actions not just speaking i mean they uh, the players would speak uh, a certain tone when they are in a press meeting or they are asked a certain question but it's the actions which are creating the ripple effect how big of a role do the players have how much do you believe in that i personally feel that fans overhype the issue like i don't know if that was true or not that they were talking about rohit sharma unfollowed virat kohli on instagram and then virat kohli officially had to issue the statement that everything was fine between him and rohit so i don't think that the rifts exist as much as people think they do so players try their very best to suppress those but at the end of the day they are also human beings sometimes they will let their emotions out sometimes they will control it i guess as viewers or fans we should make sure to accept that they are just like us that's a great point because uh, to any two players not just two great players it's not a condition that they have to be the best mates of the field as well um, absolutely tell us i mean you mentioned some other sports do you, you follow other sports priyansh yes a bit of pro wrestling do they have um, fan wars if not uh, wars at the national level for example in the industry of pro wrestling most people are from america but you can't deny the fact there are many good stars coming from uk and japan as well there are two big promotions right now that's wwe world wrestling entertainment and everybody knows about it and there's a new promotion all elite wrestling so these are two main promotions right now in the states and there are other promotions in japan one of them is new japan pro wrestling so all of these promotions generally have talent going from one promotion to another so they basically fans respect everybody you might have a bit of rift over which promotion you prefer over the other but those are just hardcore or crazy fans a sane person always respects the performer rather than fighting over them so that is one of those things that maybe we need in cricket that you are not trying to downgrade the other player because you want to feel that your player is better than him the more we talk about this the more we are getting a sense that a lot of it is getting driven from the top if nothing comes from the top like nobody is thinking there is player a and player b who do not get along with each other and then once they get a sense that player a and b maybe not get along with each other then they start to watch every little hint and that gets expanded at the fan level you know as they say with power comes great responsibility so in fact the players and the boards um, have to watch what kind of shadow they are casting with their actions i think you raised a legit point over here earlier when you talked about media media has the power here like it's on them how they want to present things how did it become suddenly a news that who's following whom on instagram or twitter now i think this is where the what if saga also comes in like what if rohit had played instead of vihari hanuma vihari no one would have thought but he was the lead run scorer of this series 
what if he wouldn't have played then don't you think it would have been unfair to him because he ended up doing what he did he is he got a 100 he got a 90 what else can you expect from a youngster and ravindra jadeja as we say that ashwin deserves a chance he has 340 odd wickets in 60 tests then jadeja also has almost 200 wickets in 40 tests he got an excellent knock in australia when was presented the opportunity so how can you sit him out you true. can't criticize it too much especially when the team is doing so well true and it becomes a problem when you start connecting this instance with all that speculation of rohit and virat not getting along or or virat and ashwin not getting along let's say rohit and virat there was no such speculation of anything odd between them and then the rohit was not playing i think uh, all this talk would have been lot less absolutely and this is where the role of media is most important they can present it to us in any way they want and most likely people will believe how they are presenting it like recently paddy upton the former indian i guess mental health coach or something or head coach he was he said that gautam gambhir is the prime example that you do not need mental strength to be successful he was quite insecure about his place if he had a few bad innings or even if he got out for a 100 then he would wish why i didn't get a 150 or 200 but that's just showing that mental strength isn't that necessary in international cricket and how media presents it upon says that gautam gambhir is mentally weak and, and like everybody will assume that paddy is the villain here because he's saying it that way and that that's a great and, great example i was surprised that uh, this is uh, even being said so now i get the context of how it was reported there are different types of rivalries in cricket in controversial rivalries like india pakistan the ashes the role of media increases a lot like just before asia cup india versus pakistan they made it their headlines india versus pakistan asia cup after india have already lost the champions trophy final how will they do and that also drives fans against each other as we can see rohit virat everybody was getting well along with shoaib malik mohammad hafiz etc even after losing the champions trophy final however amongst the fan it was much worse you know reminds me of something that virat kohli says uh, that for players it's very different once you get on the field pressure is all outside the emotions are outside with the fans so no, i think in this also the opposition matters a lot like how india lost the semi final to new zealand even after losing the semi final to new zealand most indians were supporting new zealand in the final though the likes of michael vaughn were expecting that they would have our support for england however the condition was exact opposite because it comes down to how the opposition and the fans behave as well like new zealand are the good guys as you said that we have a lot of sympathy for them what happened to them in the world cup final by the way if you haven't checked the gully boys previous episode then you must check it out where they talk about sharing the trophy there they talk about how it mattered a lot that new zealand were the good guys for example if the roles were reversed we would have been like to the english fans okay all of us knew the rules and it isn't anybody's fault so let's accept it however right now all of us are revolting that we still want a decision review the trophies to be shared and all else stuff i guess you will also agree that we always criticize england for having immigrants from all over the world changing rules for likes of archer to have them play and we criticize it a lot right 
I'm I'm okay with that personally. If you ask me, because I'm I'm an immigrant too. Uh, I'm from India. I'm living in the U.S. No, but the point that I want to raise is the case is same with New Zealand. Like Colin De Grandhomme is from Zimbabwe. Colin Munro is from South Africa. Ishori is from India. But nobody's ever gonna raise this point because they are the good guys and everybody loves them. Excellent point. True. You know, we are talking about something which is bigger than the game here. We are talking about goodness. We are talking about humanity. Sharing the trophy is important because if we do not support goodness, if we do not uh, support people like Kane Williamson or the team like New Zealand, what example are we setting to the world? Is it not good to be good human beings? Talking of all this media and ICC and the divided community. Think of what an opportunity lies in front of all of us, including ICC and England Cricket Board, to show the world this is what we believe in. I must say, as you consistently share that photo on Twitter, that England won the cup, New Zealand won the world. That simply <laughs> sums it up for all. Has the following of English cricket team increased or decreased through that cricket World Cup? And remember, they are the world champions right now. To be brutally honest, they never won the cup because. You have to win the final for that, and they never won the final. As I said, this this is the kind of moment which can send a strong signal of unity down decades. People can always look back at this moment and say that this is what cricket can do. This is what ICC had done at that time. Instead, we have all these other little things which keep um, you know give us a reason to stay divided as community. I think if they even if now they decide to share the trophy. It will come down to that two teams who played excellent cricket were equally good in the final, got the equal prize, rather than one winning on the technicality and the other losing on it, which seems a bit unfair or uh, honestly a bit stupid. Like, what do you want the players to do? What are you telling them? Let's smash more balls and there's a greater chance of you winning, or be more technical and more sensible. That's what cricket stands for. It's the gentleman's game, not the giant's game. Like sure. New Zealand only lost eight wickets in the final, while England were bowled out. So why not something that was within the game should go in the favor of the team rather than something that actually doesn't make that much of difference? Cause both ended with the same runs, not the same wickets. However, true. And there is one other example right in front of us where I see there's an opportunity. to unite people to set a good example for humanity and that is um, you know how the english fans react to steven smith think of what he's doing how he's coming back into the game does he deserve that booing every time he comes out to the field and performs let's be honest now are we only seeing this as the ball tampering saga sandpaper gate or we have moved past it english crowds booing steve smith even after getting concussed and all that stuff i will agree is horrible but i guess it's got more to do with how the australian fans treated jonathan trot when he left the last ashes tour that he played because of mental illness or how stuart broad was treated the last time he went there so they are like giving it back to them this is what is even slightly worse that we are looking for revenge over one another as fans itself Why can't let's say ECB or ICC release a press statement supporting good behavior from the crowds towards players? I guess this is the uh, point where Virat set an excellent example where he asked the Indian fans not to boo Steve. That was an excellent example of sportsmanship. 
Yeah, that was incredible, wasn't it? And I want to tell you what Oyn Morgan thought of it. He did not approve of Virat Kohli's uh, gesture. I remember that. I remember those statements. And he said he is not in a position to influence the fans. Now, what kind of message is that sending to the English fan? That's pretty much saying that you're okay doing what you're doing. But had they done something like match fixing or spot fixing, then it's absolutely understandable that they were being booed because of being, bringing disrespect to the game. However, what they did was just ball tampering at the end of the day. ICC itself only suspended Steve for one match. It was on part of CA that they suspended both of them for a year. So, after that stuff, I don't think should stay for this long. Some time ago, even Monty Panesa said that the entire English team did that. Sometime in 2009-10 or I exactly don't remember the time. But that doesn't change it. Just because you're caught doesn't mean that you're wrong and the person who isn't caught is right. And I, I have to disagree with what Morgan said. Uh, he said it's not his responsibility. And if the top people just uh, brush this aside that it's not their responsibility, then the question becomes whose responsibility is it? This is where Morgan should have stood up like Virat did. One of the points that you were continuously raising that the top guys should have a moral duty. Now, the top guy in the cricket world is absolutely ICC. Can you imagine how wrong they are? Look what they did to Zimbabwe cricket. Similar condition occurred in Sri Lanka and USA. But those were right, like muted down. Teams were consistently playing. New balls were set up. And there was no problem. However, in case of Zimbabwe, which is not as big or as rich of a market as Sri Lanka or the States, they suddenly decided that you are not going to play anymore and you are going to miss the all-important World T20 qualifiers. So why such different attitude towards different sport? Like, is it all about money or you hold a moral duty towards the game and to ensure that it stays alive where it is? If uh, the top is not doing its moral duty, then it's the moral duty of the bottom to make sure it's pointed out, right? Otherwise, how do things get better? I guess the Gully Boy platform is going to be a huge thing in future. You are giving the common fans like us a huge opportunity to present our views. Something that I don't think is very common in cricketing world. Fans like you who are so passionate about the game, who see the game with a different eye, they have a moral responsibility to stand together and make sure the game is played right. At least I was inspired by you know, what happened at the Cricket World Cup final. I'll tell you honestly, the next morning I woke up, I felt so hollow. When there were so many things in line, it was not just one wrong thing. It was like one, two, three, four, five, six. You can count five or six different things which were not done right as a game. Let's give it a shot. Kumar Dhamsena gives Ross Taylor out because they were out of reviews. And Ross Taylor is dismissed wrongly. Ben Stokes hits his arm guard, goes for four. Okay, that could have been given a dead ball, should have give, been given a dead ball. And then it comes down to Kumar Dhamsena. Giving it as six runs, should have been five runs. Then again, it comes down to boundary count. Why boundary count? Why not something else? Why not share the trophy? We hope that ICC and the other authorities at some stage would start uh, you know, listening to these things and see what the fans are feeling. Because you cannot just overlook the emotions of the fans. They are the ones who make this a game. I do want to bring one point at the end. So we have all getting vocal about sharing the trophy. 
Now, ICC has uh, dropped umpire Wilson, umpire Gaffney from the ashes. And guess who is standing in the fourth ashes test? It's umpire Dharamsena Erasmus, the pair from the World Cup final. It's not just as if the ICC is not listening to the fans. It's almost a message from the ICC. We don't care. I mean, how insensitive things can be. slap to the face. Right. Why did it take ICC so long to replace Steve Buckner? When he was continuously giving wrong decisions. Why it took ICC so long to replace Joel Wilson? I mean, how come Kumar Dhamsin is still umpiring at such big stages? How come he is umpiring and we are quiet about sharing the trophy? So it's like playing with the feelings. You so change anyway, the landscape getting world for the next four years. What is the motivation at this point? It's a long way away. What is the motivation for fans who have seen 2019 World Cup to be excited for 2023? It was building the game all the- was the greatest match of all time, probably. The greatest and the saddest match in all of cricket history. So hopefully, you know, ICC wakes up sometime soon, sees this as a reason to bring the community together. Everything we have talked about today, Priyaj, we can conclude that somewhere it starts from the top. The fans are getting a clue from the top. And that's what, you know, it's getting built up through social media and the other media. So everybody has a role here. Everybody needs to be a bit responsible. However, in front of the ICC and authorities, there is such a big moment right here. If they can share the trophy, set a good example, or if they can, let's say, come out with a press statement that do not boo players or support the players or you know, respect them as individual. How nice would that be for the fans? I'm sure a lot of the fans would stop doing it. Priyansh, it was such a nice and healthy conversation. So many different points you presented. And in fact, there were you know, multiple points within this conversation which deserve an episode of their own. Very nice to talk to you, Prakash. Thanks a lot for inviting me here and giving me an opportunity. It's for the first time that I'm trying such thing. And I honestly say that I'm very pleased that there are people who want to talk about these subjects that the top authorities want to be buried and not be ever talked about again. But as you continuously said, as fans, it's our duty that we keep bringing them up until we get the right result. Thank you a lot. Thank you. Thank you for inspiring us all with your words, Priyansh. And thank you for sharing your knowledge. And everyone, I'll look forward to your messages. Simply, you can go to noboundariescrick.com and send us your message. Some of the best ideas and opinions get invited to feature on the podcast. So do not hold back. I look forward to your ideas. Thank you for listening to Gully Boys of Cricket. We'll see you next time.